So the Philadelphia 76ers suffer a second straight blown lead. They drop a tough one to the Milwaukee Bucks. Joe Embiid had some choice comments after the game. We are going to break it all down on today's show. Let's go. Perfect. Perfect. What is going on, everybody? RB here. Welcome on into Philly Take with RB, the number one hotspot for Sixers coverage 24-7. We'll be covering everything up until the playoffs and, of course, expediting that as we go through the playoffs. Hit the like button, subscribe to the channel. Be sure to ring that bell so you don't miss any of the content. Today, we are back after a tough one, man. A really, really frustrating loss. Honestly, that is one of those games out of an NBA season where it just kind of stabs you in the heart. And it just takes your soul away, honestly. And, you know, it, it was tough. It really, really was tough. The Sixers fall to the Bucks. This was kind of our last, you know, uh, big team that we were playing until the NBA playoffs. We have, what, seven games left against subpar teams. I would expect uh, some rest days to come for some of our uh, star players as well as maybe even some of our core. It's going to be tough, man. Um, but but we need to get some things off our chest, just like Joel Embiid did last night um let me first and foremost put out here that I am I am frustrated by this game more than most you know the the Sixers blow a lead against the Phoenix Suns the NBA's best 61 win Phoenix Suns um and, and the Suns are a really good team but the Sixers you know for a while did have that game in hand and then you know last night a chance to redeem yourselves on the biggest stage. You got all the MVP talk going on with with Joel and Nikolai Jokic and Giannis and this and that. They come into our building. The Sixers beat them last time without James Harden. And, you know, we had another chance, and we had this game won, okay? Um, Respect to the Milwaukee Bucks. They're a very solid team. Giannis has had an incredible season, had a tremendous game last night. The Bucs have not been talked about enough in the Eastern Conference. They might be one of the best, if not the favorite right now, to, you know, go to the championship. And they are the defending champions. And I, I am pissed because the Sixers had the defending champions on the ropes in their home building. And late in the third quarter, you know, the, the Bucs, they're feeling the pressure. The Sixers have them on the ropes. It felt like one of them games... Bucks couldn't get any shots going. The Sixers were hungry. They were they were enticing and they they were locked in. They were locked in. And there were a few reasons why we lost this game, but the number one reason was because of Doc Rivers. And you can't tell me anything different. I'm sorry. Uh, you know we can question some late game decisions. This, this, and that. The fact of the matter is, it would have never came down to Joel Embiid's poor decision making late in the fourth. It would have never come down to James Harden's missed shot and Joel Embiid's put-back layup that was blocked. It would have never came down to that if Doc Rivers was competent enough to, to make one simple adjustment, and he did not. Early in the fourth quarter, um, the, the Philadelphia 76ers suffer 17 straight points to Giannis. First off, at the end of the third quarter, he goes flying down the floor like four steps, blows right by Paul Millsap and puts it in. Millsap had a pretty good first half and really struggled in the second half. And here is a tweet just to add some more context to it. According, um, shout out to Austin Crow. According to NBA.com matchup data, Giannis had scored 15 straight when Paul Millsap was the primary defender, and Millsap registered just two minutes as Giannis's primary defender. Now, you know, we were broadcasting the game live. Again, shout out to everybody that came out to that. Um, and and it's, it's very, very insane to me 
when myself as well as Sixers fans everywhere are literally calling this as it happens. We are calling this as it happens. Two and a half minutes, that's all it took. We start the fourth quarter with, what, a 12-point lead? The Sixers played very well. They played well enough to knock off this team last night. We had the game in the bag. Respect the Giannis, respect to the Bucs. The Sixers lost this game last night. They lost this game last night because Doc Rivers left our bench lineup in, led by Paul Millsap guarding Giannis for two and a half minutes. The lead's crumbling from 12, down to 10, down to 8. All we need is a stoppage. Just, just call timeout. And, and, and it's crazy to me because starting the fourth quarter, you see the Bucks putting their starting lineup in, and Mike Budenholzer, he's licking his chops. He's going, well, at the end of every third quarter into the fourth, Doc Rivers puts in an all-bench lineup, and it literally screws that team every time. And he was like, oh, okay, we got this. Kept his starters in. And, and the Sixers gave them the life they needed, the momentum. They were back on top. Again, it went down to a late couple possessions. A couple bad plays drawn up, in my opinion. Joel Embiid, bad decision-making can't happen. Harden had a tremendous game. You know, we didn't hear a peep from the Harden hate crew. Showed he could actually play. And when James Harden puts up 32 and Embiid puts up 29 and your team shoots 39% from deep, you have a chance to win. And we blew it. And it honestly felt like a playoff atmosphere intensity. You know, it, it felt like an intensive environment. It felt like game seven of a playoff series. And it felt like last year's Hawks series because Doc Rivers choked it again. He choked it again, and it, it took the heart right out of you. It took the heart right out of you. What's even worse about the whole Millsap thing is that Doc Rivers comes out and says, oh, well, I almost went with Paul Reed as the backup, which, by the way, what, three to four months ago, Paul Reed actually defended Giannis pretty well. Didn't see any DeAndre Jordan in this game. Even last matchup, George Niang, when put on Giannis, had some pretty good success, and he didn't even see a matchup against him until late in the fourth. Not saying he would have had the same success or this guy would have, but you had to make an adjustment. Millsap was getting breezed, and you had Paul Reed sitting on the bench, and Doc's inability and his stubbornness to adjust has hurt this team time and time again. And, you know, my overarching point from last night is, is what I've been saying about this team. The Sixers have the talent, you can't tell me they don't, to compete with teams like this. They have talent to compete with the best in the league. They just showed it the last two games with Phoenix and Milwaukee. Now, would we like a better bench? Would we like some more efficiency there? Of course. Would we like a better this, better that? Yes. Every team has flaws. Every team wishes they had something better. The Sixers could obviously use something and benefit from something better. But the fact of the matter is, when you're getting nine from Danny Green sometimes, maybe he's finding a rhythm, nine from Niang, six from Shake. the Sixers have a pretty good team that can at least pull out some games in a series. But the fact of the matter is, although we have the talent to match some of these teams, we do not have what it takes to go all the way because there are some obstacles standing in the way. Yes, that is right. Now, do I believe that the Sixers can overcome this? I think there's a chance because when you get to the playoffs, it's a star-driven league, and sometimes just the prowess of your stars and your big-time players, just their willingness to go out and dominate a game can overtake it. Can it win you a deep playoff series? I don't know. And honestly, after the last two games, I've lost a lot of my confidence in this team going far. Not because of the talent. I, you know, again, I, there's definitely things you can improve in the offseason, but but the main obstacle is Doc Rivers. And I, you know, maybe I just, I, I, I don't know. I don't understand how you did this last year in the playoffs. 
You've done it time and time again, you know, over your track record with other teams, with L.A., and you just keep doing the same things. And last night sucks. It was a statement game. It was a game we should have won. It would have gotten us our respect. And again, in a couple weeks, nobody will remember this game, but it was a game that we needed for our confidence level to show us that we can beat a team like this. And we had the game and we gave it right away. And that stretch by Doc Rivers absolutely lost us the game. That was the game with Giannis scoring 17 in a row. Anyway, Joel Embiid uh, calls out Doc Rivers without actually calling him out. And I know the overreaction crew, the same crew that that was upset when he did this about Ben Simmons. Let me tell you something. First and foremost, Doc is a uh, is a long-tenured coach. He's not going to go hop on a plane and fly to L.A. and never come back. So at least we have that, right? <laughs> but, um, you know... Joel Embiid actually pretty much called everything he did out. Everything that I just said, everything we said last night in general, Embiid actually put it out there, and I respect that. That is leadership from Embiid because I personally believe that coaches should hold players accountable and players should hold coaches accountable. And Joel Embiid, here's the first quote. They asked him what went wrong in the fourth, and he said, the game changed when I went to the bench. I didn't think we did a good job at the end of the third, beginning of the fourth. Their best player scored 17 in a row or whatever that was. And I didn't think we did what we had to do. They made the run and cut the lead, and they gained some momentum, and it carried over. And then Joel Embiid asked, in that stretch, what do you think went wrong specifically? What could you have done to stop or slow down Giannis? And he says, I was on the bench. I made sure I was there to help, but we didn't follow up with the strategy. We didn't build a wall, and he had a lot of freedom to attack. That changed the game. Maybe next time, just match up the minutes. Ding, ding, ding. Just match up the minutes. All you had to do was make one adjustment. You see the Bucks putting their starters in, you put your starters in. You had Harris and Maxey, but they weren't really dominating that game. And, and Harris had another great game. You know, the, the overreactionary crew needs to stop as well. Like I said, we're not trying to get too high or too low until the playoffs because that will really expose what we need. Uh, Tobias Harris had another 22-point game, played well. Maxey, been a bit inconsistent. But all these players that everybody wanted to throw out, even James Harden, came out and dominated. When you get 22 from Harris, 32 from Harden, 29 from Embiid, even though he struggled early on, got better as he went on, you should win the game. And it's very frustrating that we could not pull it out because we had it. We had it. It would have been a statement game. Um, I respect Joel Embiid. He's literally speaking the facts. That is what should have happened. We would have won that game most likely. And I like Joel and B calling it out. And if you don't like it, well, I don't know what to tell you, man. Joel, somebody's got to hold this guy accountable because when reporters try to ask questions, you know, he snaps on them. Who, who's going to tell this guy? What about Sam Cassell, Dan Burke, uh, Dave Yeager? Somebody. Can somebody tell this guy? Because I do not want to get to the playoffs again and, and have, a you know, a couple games decided by these types of decisions like they were last year in the second round. And then we're going home. And you know what? I will end with this today, man. My final statement, and uh, it is what it is, man. If the Sixers do not get past the second round again, Doc Rivers should be fired, and I believe he will because he's shown time and time again that this happens. Second round has been his kryptonite, and these types of decisions will lead us into another second round exit. Got to get it together. I'm glad Embiid stepped up and finally said something. I mean, that was the issue. It's been a recurring issue. It needs to be fixed. Those are just my thoughts. I want to hear from you down below. Give me all your thoughts down below in the comments section. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Like always, I will catch you on the next one, man. Peace. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect.